So welcome to this 50 minute of experience. Today I'm with Sofiko Makarazze and uh, she's in Berlin. Is a really nice photographer and uh, welcome Sofiko. Hi and uh, thank you that you're having me today here. It's uh, really a pleasure for me and uh, it's really nice to meet you and uh, as you know, I would like if you can introduce a bit of yourself, then we can uh, uh, go a bit more deeply and uh, with the flow. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm Sopiko, as you mentioned. I'm currently living in Berlin, I'm originally from Georgia. I grew up in uh, Tbilisi, I studied there, I finished my uh, bachelor degree in Georgia, and after that, I have decided to. Moving Jordan in moving in Berlin and to continue my study um, here. I'm currently living in uh, Berlin, as I said, it's already uh, three years uh, that I moved in this city. Um, and I'm a student, I'm studying at Humboldt University, and my direction is culture and religion and science. That's really cool and really interesting. But uh, yeah, today uh, let's talk about a bit about photography and uh, uh, let's start with this. Uh, your profile, your portfolio is full of uh, portraits of people. Uh, that's uh, in a way get my attention because it's nice uh, to find always people uh, want to get in touch with other humans. And uh, uh, especially in a way like uh, the portrait you do it. So you are totally in front of people and uh, these people in a way accept that you are there and i like that because uh, there is more than photography there is an interaction and uh, i would like to ask you uh, if you can tell me some interaction we had with these people uh, how they touched you and what did you discover through then uh, doing a picture yeah, first of all, thank you for your compliments. Um, it's always like that. Um, I'm always walking with my cameras and um, if suddenly I'm dis uh, discovering someone or something interesting, I'm uh, starting to capture that. But um, when I'm uh, taking the pictures uh, with the people, it's like, bit different I'm always asking because um, I want to have like more intimacy from uh, that person and I want to have more deep connection with uh, others maybe I want to have deep connection with myself as well and um, I'm always um, searching something different not just like beautiful thing perfect composition or shapes or uh, something like more deeply, I'm trying to discover what's behind of this uh, person, and um, that's my maybe trying um, to do that, and maybe that's the idea of my portraits as well. It could be like um, for me this like uh, perception of um, 
visual art um, is uh, very important, I could say. Yeah, I, I agree totally. I'm uh, totally in that field. I have seen that uh, uh, some of these people are also from your country. Uh, and uh, I could imagine that uh, you started to make this kind of portrait already when you were in Georgia, right? Uh, to be honest, I started to take this kind of portrait photography uh, from the time when I moved in Berlin. Um, uh, and after that, every time when I was traveling or going back to my country, I was um, uh, searching the same thing, what was interesting um, uh, for me. And especially the, that first uh, lockdown inspired me and <laughs> it's like um the strange thing but um that's maybe opposite side uh, of this uh, of that situation and um, when i was going outside and seeing the people um it became kind of um thing uh, to be um connected with them like it was like a a thing that was uh, happening to uh, helping to me to be in touch with the people and to connect um, with them and that last pictures what I posted in on my account this is from uh, from this uh, last uh, summer when I was in Georgia yeah I love it I absolutely love the things that you have a lot of character a lot of subject they are uh, uh, middle middle old we can say you know and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, probably a really interesting topic because actually, especially in a city like Berlin, uh, old people are always, in a way, uh, put out from uh, from the society. You know, it's like, I don't know, probably this um, research of freedom uh, and uh, uh, this, uh, this, this uh, influence uh, to be always young, in a way, you know? Uh, that also uh, make people avoiding uh, the existence of old people. So then uh, it's uh, really nice for me to see these portraits and uh, and uh, to see that uh, there is the interest you have of uh, these old people. And I always think about, yeah, it will be uh, super, super nice to have uh, more report uh, about uh, old persons because in a way, yeah, they have a totally prospect different perspective uh, uh, about the world, no? And yeah. I want to ask you uh, that if you are working actually on a project uh, or you're just taking this picture because of pleasure to do it, I mean, without any goal or if you have some goal about? No. Um, in the beginning, when I was in Georgia, it was like I was always taking the pictures just for pleasure. It was like uh, something that was happening in the holidays or when I was in a trip with my families or with friends. Uh, but um, uh, after a while, I have discovered that um, it's something uh, more than just uh, taking the pictures. It's like something very deep uh, is standing uh, behind that. And I started to do like a small projects uh, just for myself because I uh, streets of Berlin always inspiring me and it was like always full of individualism cultural diversity um, and I discovered that that crowd areas was the place where I was uh, feeling uh, most uh, comfortable and um, 
I I had that uh, feeling that um, that's so beautiful when I see that uh, colorful uh, people like different personalities and I just started to make like a notes with a picture like to have like a diary so just for myself because after a while I think it will be very interesting when I will um, see again my work uh, and take a look because um, I remember when it was like first um, uh, our first lockdown in Berlin uh, especially face, uh, face masks uh, masks inspired me because I was thinking okay I'm sure that it will go and I'm interested in how it will look like after 10 years later or after 20 years later when I will be old and when I will check this um, uh, pictures I'm sure I will have something uh, different and uh, that will not be normal I'm sure and that's why I started that time to take a pe people with a, a, a face mask uh, and um, I was doing some I was always like choosing a subject and I was following that uh, subject I'm having a plans as well because um, I can imagine to combine my profession and um, uh, photography as well and I think that would be good idea if I will do that uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I mean uh, photography is a it's a tool uh, that uh, can be combined with everything and when I say everything I'm not saying something uh, in a stupid way I mean it's, it's uh, a tool uh, is born uh, to research to better research and have uh, uh, then documents uh, visualize these documents i mean there is not um uh, you know something happened uh, because of uh, just uh, a lucky situation that uh, sociology and uh, photography born in the same year yeah exactly and, uh, <laughs> it's exactly you know the the tool i mean photography for sure is, is born much more before but uh, uh, the necessity uh, was totally different because uh, yeah uh, as you know in the history it was a, a really moment of changing also the, the level of uh, um, the education of the society. So people was were much more able to, to read and to, to see uh, some realities that before wasn't, they were not able to see. And uh, then they needed uh, absolutely to combine these um, tools. Uh, and uh, I say, uh, it's working with everything because uh, in a way or another, we have photography for everything. And uh, uh, what I like uh, a lot is uh, that uh, everyone is available to, to shoot picture uh, that have sense. Um, as something uh, I think is really important uh, uh, and that's why I talk often about in, the, in this podcast uh, that the sense of the picture, not only the beautiful picture. And uh, as you know, uh, our uh, also society, it's, uh, it's focused in, uh, on an aesthetical part of uh, the visual communication. But uh, sometimes, yeah, it's, it's really important to have uh, a good taste, I, I have to say, in aesthetical, but also important to, to know what uh, you're talking about. And um, what I see in your portfolio is for sure, uh, a great uh, uh, emphasis uh, to, to the subject. Uh, I mean, I don't feel no, there is no one subject I feel is uncomfortable in front of you. And that uh, it's, uh, it's really, 
I mean, I admire, I admire that because it's a, it's a, a good uh, point, you know, in a way that means also your personality is like it is, you know, it's, it's uh, comfortable for them. And I would like to talk with you now about some dream. Let's talk mm -hmm. about dream. I really like to sometimes talk about dream and to uh, go a bit more deeply in the what would you like to do in the future what are your dream what uh, i mean if 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 let's say if someone listen this podcast let's say someone has money to invest on your project on your dream what would you like to do it yeah it's an interesting question um firstly i will start about that uh, visual side that you mentioned i think uh, especially in this time when social platforms uh, came in our life uh, they changed um, perce perception of visual visual arts that's what i mentioned from the beginning and as well and the main thing became for us shape and beauty and aesthetic side um, but i think um that ideology and message what was standing behind of that picture, it always was there. And it was, I think, the main thing uh, of the photography. And I would say, maybe that's my, <laughs> my dream as well, like to have that opportunity to bring that um, message on the table and to show the people, but to um, say what will be my future dream or future shootings. And um, I, I don't have something like that, but I could imagine to have this whole um, traveling um, period, I'm traveling period in my life with my cameras and to have that opportunity to uh, do that what I'm uh, doing. I'm sure there, there will be a couple of interesting projects um, and um, I don't have something um, like um, uh, that I would say that's my goal, but um, that the process will, will uh, be my, my dream. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, like, like... I, I totally I'm totally on the same page because I'm not person uh, is setting a lot of goal, but uh, more uh, what I think more about what I like, what inspire me. So then, uh, the freedom to 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 doing something, no, more than uh, to reach the goal. And uh, let's say yeah, it's something you you will never stop to doing. I mean, I mean, imagine uh, you do it something, you do it with photography, and I think you you don't get paid, you know, to get to doing photography. I mean, not often it can happen that uh, someone pay you to doing photography. Uh, as I understand, no, uh, but let's say so. Then you do it this shoot most of the time for free, no. So yeah. you invest in yourself. You take the shoot. You you invest your time and your money. And uh, let's say, uh, what would you like to doing if uh, in the same way you get paid for? I mean, you don't have to. Uh, you know, there is this idea uh, that people as in a way to deal with something. I mean, in the end, uh, most of people think that you have always to eat a bit of shit when you have to get <laughs> And uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I mean, in, in this situation, I'm agree, but in other situation, I'm not agree. And I think that you always can drive in a way the car you want without uh, eating the shit. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, there is a possibilities. Uh, uh, I mean, there are many possibilities for you to to don't eat shit and doing what you like. 
Mm, I think it depends on the person, how that person is seeing, uh, from which side uh, that person is uh, seeing a photography. I, it was never in my life before to have like um, material interest in photography. It uh, was like a hobby always and the place where I where where I always had like a really big pleasure even if I'm having that connection uh, with the people um, that was um, already something very interesting and challenging uh, for me and um, I don't know maybe it will be in the future something that <laughs> some amount that will be interesting for me but I'm not sure I'm not um, seeing these uh, things what I'm doing right now is like my main profession and I have this um, idea about photography that I've had an opportunity to do uh, that is like my main uh, main profession but I discovered that uh, I I don't want it to do that because um, if I will take it like a profession then I'm losing that um, pleasure what i'm having here yeah, and, is, uh, for sure a, a lot of uh, people think in that way but i, I would say and sorry if i stop you uh, it's a, it's not always true i mean uh, i know a lot of people a lot of people a lot of photographers that uh, they not survive they make money for real <laughs> and they continue to go just in the street every day taking picture yeah i think in that um in in this for this situation uh vivian meyer will be a really good um very very good example because she was taking amazing portraits amazing street art and we don't know nothing about her we don't know why she was taking that maybe that's yeah. another example of that it's, and it's, it's on the other good. side maybe we will have another professional photographer for example Joel Meyerowitz who had like a great career we cannot probably talk about Vivian Meyer because it's a totally different time totally different uh, uh, situation you know uh, and uh, especially uh, there was not uh, a really an open word for the female photographer it's much it was much more difficult to come out from that and uh, uh, we have a historical document about that that uh, uh, they say that uh, most of the uh, women photographers, they were uh, in a way or another related to artists or male photographers that promoted them. And uh, this is the big differences uh, uh, between our century and the century of Vivian Mayer. Um, we have Vivian Mayer just for uh, uh, even uh, a lucky situation, because imagine I was founding Vivian Mayer. I, I had not the money to to then uh, work on the picture of her, developing and uh, uh, founding uh, uh, every exhibition, every project, you know. Um, and this is the, the point, I mean, more or less, is uh, uh, also about what is uh, with the person found that. And uh, I mean, there is a really interesting documentary about that. Uh, and explain really good the, the story but uh, <clears throat> i mean he was able to also market that and uh, this is not uh, everyone can do it i mean i don't know many editors uh, they can permit themselves to market uh, uh, in that way 
and this is the big difference. But yeah, if we want to jump then to Joel Merowitz, uh, in the end, more or less, he, he did where else he wanted. I mean, we can say William Klein is the same, Araki, Nobuyoshi Araki is the same, Dedo Moriyama is the same. I mean, I can go on for really a lot, and uh, even Sebastian Salgado. So it's it's um, uh, we have a ton of names we can say that uh, yeah for sure in a way or another they were more lucky than others. That's uh, don't say um, the some other photographer are not uh, good enough uh, or they are not master because uh, let's say for example uh, there are photographer even like Michel Harkerman or. Uh, uh, Antoine Dagata that now they are marketing, uh, I mean, they are making marketing now, but not at the level of Joel Merovitz. And um, I mean, we are talking about <laughs> different uh, level, but they have a market and they not survive, they make money because if you want to do it, uh, a workshop with Antoine Dagata, then you have to spend around 5,000 euro, 10,000 euro for stay seven days with him. I mean, they got uh, something, they are getting something now, but uh, as I know, because I studied uh, with um, one of, uh, of the person uh, did the International Center of Photography with them in the 60s, um, they spent a lot of money, you know, to make International Center of Photography uh, today, just to pay your first semester, you have to pay $10,000. And, uh, uh, and then probably after three, four years of investment, you can get in touch with someone that probably would love your work and then promote it. But it's not, uh, I mean, it's not uh, a common thing, you know, and uh, it's not uh, ever easy to relate to some kind of project. I mean, um, your kind of project in this case, uh, talk about humans. Uh, and uh, uh, I think in a way or another, um, your kind of photography uh, is more relevant to um, the, the documentation itself in the moment. And uh, yeah, I think uh, will be a really good jump uh, when you will start to then document reporting these people and uh, to really understand, uh, to really go deep in what uh, what them what make them character and not what make them human. You know, because it's really interesting to see the point of view that I have in front of me a human and I can see the real differences between all of them, but only in the aesthetical part, I mean, in the surface. And then there is, a, uh, there is this uh, exploration. I think it's much more great that you can do it with your uh, photography because uh, you have your aesthetic, you have your, uh, your technical is okay, it's good and uh, so on so you know how to use the camera and now i think and and i believe that uh, you know how to appreciate with someone to take a shoot because it's there and it, it's something you are communicating with your images and i think what uh, is the next point is to go deep to go deep and and uh, then to find uh, the treasure i mean let's say they are shell and you have just to find the pearl um yeah i totally agree with you um that's what you uh, said about <laughs> photographers uh, we were speaking about um i'm totally agree with you that time was totally different uh, that time when for example Mimi Vivian Mayer was um uh 
living, but that's the century where Diane Arbus uh, as well was born and she was doing totally different photography and it was maybe subjects that no one interested, but after time it became like uh, mainstream of visual arts nowadays, I would say. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> other topic. I mean, I mean, as, as uh, we are talking about some topic that I studied a lot. Uh, and uh, uh, in many years in different situation and, uh, and then uh, related to many different things. But uh, Diane Arbus was not the only one was working in same uh, uh, years about this topic. There was so many, many director of movie, uh, even like Elephant Man, that was a really uh, particular movie that uh, shocked uh, uh, the American country. Uh, and uh, was a topic in the same years. And uh, even more, I will tell you, there is a documentary about uh, uh, the monster of circus that was uh, uh, in a way uh, prohibited to show in America until the 90 and was made in the 40. So then uh, there, were, there were a lot of people was working on this situation, even on the drugs and uh, um, the fight of uh, the Black Panther. Uh, there was a lot of situation was relating to that. Graffiti was the same. So uh, look, uh, in, a, in a way, yeah, we think about sometimes uh, some of these photographers, they were working on something there, other they was not working, but uh, it's not really like that because in the centuries, there are many different uh, topic and research uh, that was was made in the same time. And uh, I, I will just give you an example. A good example is uh, to work, for example, about the work of Alfredo Jarre, where he were totally opposite to what other people was doing. And in the moment, uh, every reporter was sent to uh, uh, Rwanda, in Rwanda for the genocide, he decided to don't shoot the report of this genocide and just to provide a visual communication with the, an idea and a suggestion provided just from uh, the eyes of this woman he found in the church and was the only one survivor in the church uh, between 500 people was that around there and he decided to shoot the eyes of this woman and the project is the eyes of Gudete Merita that you can see and uh, this Rwanda project took 20 years of him life and, uh, and there was uh, really a challenge because he chose to show totally he chose to don't do it uh, what he was sent to doing for and was paid to do it for to uh, provide totally another message and i think uh, the usage the usage of photography sometimes is not only to relate to what we have in front of us but also to don't relate to what we have in front of us and to probably see more what is behind and not what is in front of us. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's always um, I, uh, one um, phrase came to me um, while we are shooting to have an answers or on the contrary questions to arise, like um, what the main reason when we are taking the pictures, if we are taking pictures to have some result to find an answer then it's another thing but to um to have like to do like totally different thing uh, that will help us to have questions uh, to uh, to have a new ideas how this uh, world is living right now it's like totally different uh, for me 
think really, I think that's the uh, it's the idea what we are discussing I think right it's really now. simple the reason why we take pictures but it's not really simple the reason why we choose to keep them this is the, the totally different I mean I think photography as philosophy starts to be uh, a, 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 I mean, a, a tool or uh, as makes sense, as make value in the moment, not when we shoot a shoot, so when you shoot a frame, but in the moment we want to reserve this frame. And uh, there, there is a second choice, there is an intention, and there is an intention uh, uh, where you really think about, especially if you shoot with film, most of the time, yeah, I think, as you know, because you experience it also, I think that uh, that you shoot a picture and this picture is not anymore there and you and you burn the film. No? Um, so then uh, it's not a lot about what you to take in the street or what you take in the documentary or what else you research, but it's more what uh, what you keep and then what you show to others. And uh, there uh, the questions are a bit more strongly and a bit more complicated to give to yourself and to give also to others. But why we should picture, I mean, it's totally clear why we we try to keep in touch with the people, why we try to read, why why we accumulate in a way or another is totally clear. And it's all related to our sensibilities, our curiosity, and our uh, also um, way to reserve something in our life, to make something uh, for ourselves that remain there. Because in a way or another, we are uh, um, subject the, that lose something in our life so in a way or another we are uh, our goal will be always to lose something to lose the life to lose the parents to lose the the love so in a way or another we try to just accumulate something uh, uh, we think is about ourselves and sometimes we don't think is about ourselves but uh, i'm 100 uh, percent sure and probably this is provocative but uh, i think everything we shoot everything we do it is totally related to ourselves and uh, uh, if we choose to take picture or, uh, of naked people, of uh, uh, crazy stuff, of uh, just the wall, of uh, the tales of macro, what else? It's uh, totally related to our uh, subconscious. And even if we think that uh, we have the control, that we will never have the control of 100% of that, because it's totally about uh, the influence we had in our life. And sometimes it's something uh, that we have from when uh, we were born and we were not really conscious about what we were doing or what we were watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think something to keep alive, uh, it's like uh, always necessary to always be in an action, always in a movement and uh, that's that's why we have um, such a beautiful history of uh, photography and we will see what will be in a couple of years later. I think as much more time goes, uh, much more um, much more interesting photography uh, became and that's an idea, I guess. It's, it's amazing. I think it's uh, this word after is amazing because everyone has the opportunity to take photograph and then uh, in a way or another, every day we can discover something totally new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can see also the same shit every day and <laughs> the other point. But uh, thank you a lot for the time we spent together today to talk about this different topic. And it uh, was really nice for me to talk with you about that, to discuss a bit also. And uh, <laughs> she is Sophico. 
Makaratse. I said good this time. And uh, uh, if you want to see uh, the work of her and you want to read something also, you can follow her on Instagram. Link is in the description. I will link also the uh, interview she did with the Lomography. I think it is uh, interesting. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, I hope that someone, uh, in a way or another, will find you out and uh, mm, will uh, teach you, I mean, metaphorically, to let you understand that probably you can uh, make a life with the life of others. <laughs> this is really particular. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you too. And um, thank you for that, what you're doing for us, for like uh, photographers, hobby photographers, or for everyone that you're supporting us and, and, the, and that you're giving us that opportunity to raise our voice and to leave our messages in this society. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about us, you can visit the link allmylinks.com Berlin Explorer or our website bxproject.com and if you want to follow us you can always get news from instagram on our account bx project thank you again and see you in the next episode <laughs>